Joining me is Nancy Price, running for Pennsylvania State Assembly of the 149th District. In the private sector, Nancy worked as an administrator in large law firms, and she also served as executive director of the Tri-State Pregnancy Center, a nonprofit providing counsel and material aid to expectant mothers. Nancy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, the first question that I want to get into has to do with a poll from Gallup released just a few days ago, which indicates that the economy is the clear number one issue for voters in this midterm election. Now, gas prices are a major component of this, as the average price for a gallon of gas in Pennsylvania is currently four dollars, 30 cents higher than the national average and over a dollar more than before the Biden administration took office. What steps will you take? take if elected to reduce gas prices in Pennsylvania, as well as other consumer goods? Well, I think we should access uh, all of the uh, gas that we have in Pennsylvania, which could make the not only Pennsylvania, but the entire country energy independent. I think it's bad governance that we have stopped all fracking and uh, exploration of that fuel source. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, specifically now looking at consumer goods, which inflation has risen the price of considerably, how would you look to reduce those prices for Pennsylvania consumers? Well, I think that will be a little more difficult because uh, we have supply chain issues and just so much else going on. Uh, But whatever we could do uh, to reduce them, I would support. I think getting government out of the way. I've always believed that uh, there are a few things that government should be involved with. And the private sector can usually manage uh, things like that better without interference. Got it. Um, Following the Dobbs decision, abortion policy has been left to state legislatures across the country. If elected, would you like to see any legislation to address the question of abortion, which is the second most important issue in the country this election? Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, first of all, that uh, Roe versus Wade, most attor- any attorney will tell you, was unconstitutional. So it's great that it's finally back to the states to decide. And I don't know if people are aware, but Pennsylvania uh, abortion is legal until six months, which is uh, too late, in my opinion. So I am completely pro-life, but I, I've been uh, following their, the heartbeat rule, which I guess would be the first thing likely introduced, which I would support. I would support any legislation that saves more lives. And I think over the last, uh, since 1972 with Roe versus Wade, we've actually aborted 63.5 million babies, which is equal to the population in three of our most uh, populous states, the complete populations of Texas, Florida, and Ohio. And that's, that's just too much. It's very sad, I think. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. And I'm, you, I mentioned earlier that you were the executive director of the Tri-State Pregnancy Center. How is your work in that going to contribute to your, I guess, viewpoint and actions if elected on abortion policy? Well, there I got we were trying to help uh, people in crisis pregnancies and There's so many lies, I think, surrounding abortion. On my campaign signs, I have Jeremiah 1.5, which is before I knit you in the womb, I knew you. And that's what God says. 
for each individual person. I mean, every life is sacred. So my work at the pregnancy center, I mean, people would come in with, first of all, I think just the word abortion is so um, anesthetized. I mean, we're talking about eliminating, killing one of God's children. But if we say the aborted or having an abortion, it doesn't really hit the truth of that. And also, uh, so many women would say, well, this is about my body. But actually, no, it's the baby's body. The baby is the one who's aborted and the baby's the one who ends up in the dumpster. Uh, further, people would say, this is my right. Well, we never have a right to do wrong. And all of these issues um, did come up at the pregnancy center. Also, people thought, well, we don't know necessarily when life begins. That's another just misconception that seems to have uh, people say it all the time and people don't think about it. They just keep repeating it. Well, we do know when life begins. There are many great videos with microscopic cameras that you can access online. Uh, one of them, Miracle of Life. And of course, in the pregnancy center, we show people ultrasounds and they could see that the baby was already growing uh, at a very early stage. And also, I mean, there's just so many scientific things that uh, I think it's interesting that among 8 billion human beings, everyone has an individual fingerprint. Just showing, again, that each of us are individual. We are all known by God. And uh, I mean, just the confusion also, I mean, that, this wasn't in the pregnancy center, but now about Roe versus Wade, people are saying uh I mean, there's just so much misunderstanding about the fact that that was simply an unconstitutional law. And since abortion is not mentioned in the U.S. Constitution, therefore, it can't be decided. It has to be decided by every state. And then I guess especially people will say call abortion women's health care. But after running the pregnancy center, I can tell you that abortion scars and disturbs most women who, for whatever reason they've chosen it, they later regret it. So if you could have your ideal policy on pro-life issues, what would it be in Pennsylvania? Well, I'm 100% pro-life, so I would hope that people, I mean, there's so many people who would like to adopt children that we would have more abstinence education for people that, I mean, if they understand that abortion is really killing a child, if they're not ready to be a mother, then they shouldn't be creating a child. And uh, so mine would be just complete respect for life. Got it. Thank you. Um, moving to election integrity. Election integrity is a major issue in this election nationally. Do you believe that election integrity is a problem that needs addressing? And if so, what policies would you try to enact as a state representative to address these issues? Yes, I think election integrity needs to be addressed. And there is uh, a move in the state legislature to have a referendum on the ballot uh, about requiring an ID to vote, a photo ID to vote in Pennsylvania. I think that an ID should be required and I think it secures our vote. My opponent, uh, however, has uh, stated and emailed that he thinks requiring an ID is an attack on voting rights. Uh, this bill, though, uh, I mean, there's some argument that some people can't afford an ID. First of all, people need to pick a photo ID to get welfare. And secondly, 
the bill offers to pay and provide a free ID to anyone who who does not have an ID. I have also attended a number of the commissioners' meetings in Montgomery County, asking them to remove the ballot drop boxes. Those were put in uh, during COVID because they had the argument that people shouldn't, but I would spread COVID by going into the polls or something. But in Lancaster County, the commissioners there uh, voted and on um, a Dropbox removal resolution, and they did remove the Dropboxes. So I think I went a number of times before the election. The result of that was that instead of having the Dropboxes for a month prior open, a month prior to the election, 24-7, they're only 10 days prior to the election, eight to eight, and they have two county employees at each Dropbox and they unlock the box as people show up to vote. So it isn't just a free-for-all at the Dropbox. But I think that's, uh, that's one issue. I think voting in person and, I mean, unless we go with the traditional absentee ballot and counting the ballots in the precinct is the best way to go. Got it. Now, as WXVU is a college radio station, many students listen to our station. A problem for many students, though, is finding jobs after graduation. How would you ensure that graduates of Pennsylvania colleges can find jobs and ideally stay in Pennsylvania and contribute to the state? I'm a big supporter of reducing uh, the business tax. We have had, we have the, Pennsylvania has the sixth largest economy in the country. And we also have one of the highest taxes on business, which has been nearly 10% for the last many years. Uh, it was recently reduced by 1%. So it's down, I believe, to 9%. However, uh, neighboring states have much lower tax. So I think we need to be competitive with those and reduce it to 5 or 6%, which would be my number one thing to encourage more businesses to stay in Pennsylvania and provide more jobs. Also, I think if we could get back to the fracking, that would provide a lot of jobs also exporting that energy out of Pennsylvania across the country. As of right now, Republicans control both houses of the Pennsylvania State Assembly. If the Democrats were to take control of the legislature, would you be willing to work with them to accomplish goals that benefit the people of Pennsylvania? And do you see Democrats as willing to work with Republicans on any issues, really? Well, I um, I think that uh, I have we have to keep fighting for what is right and for Pennsylvania. So I would be willing to work with Democrats. I don't know if they would be willing to work with us or not. Uh, I think the reason I'm running is no one was on the ballot challenging uh, my opponent. Tim Briggs is an incumbent for 12 years. He ran unopposed in 2014 and 2018. I it's very frustrating as a voter to go and find no one running who, you know, against someone who's 100 uh, percent pro-abortion, 100 percent, you know, against taking an ID to vote uh, and so many other things. So I think that in a republic, we get to the truth by each side in a uh, in a calm way, in a you know, respectful way stating their case and letting the other side state theirs and then trying to hear the truth of 
of both sides. So I'm absolutely willing to work with other people and trying to get the best results for Pennsylvania. Now, you mentioned it, but in your election campaign this year, you are facing Democrat Tim Briggs. You both disagree over most policies such as abortion and gun rights. So why should the people of the 149th District of Pennsylvania vote for you? Well, I think they should vote for me because I, number one, well, understanding the right to life, I think that's that uh, precedes all of our other rights. So we won't have liberty and happiness if we don't have life. And also, uh, I am endorsed by the Upper Marion Police and uh, unanimously by state troopers across the Commonwealth, uh, representing uh, 9,000 active and retired troopers. I get an A from uh, Gun Owners of America and from the NRA, and my opponent gets an F. Uh, we're just, we are just opposite. But I look, I live right near Valley Forge Park, and I look out at the park, and I walk in the park, and I think about our founding fathers fighting for our freedom, many of them barefoot in the snow, and all that they gave to give us this republic that we have. And we, our job is to pass that on. And then when I ask myself, are we doing a good job of this? I don't, I don't think that we are. So I, I would, I believe that uh, as the founding fathers did, that these jobs, these uh, positions in the legislature are public service and they're not meant to be a career. They're to take your, whatever knowledge one has gained in the private sector and bring that to government. Uh, to try to to make things better for for everyone for the common good, and then uh, stay there for a short time, and then go back to the private sector. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nancy, for joining me today. We really appreciate it here. Thank you, Christopher. Yep, that was Nancy Price running for Pennsylvania State Assembly of the one hundred and forty ninth. District. Make sure you go vote this Tuesday in our midterm elections. Mm-hmm.